a Supreme Court appointment, Starmer's car accident and Covid immunity. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Tuesday, October 27th. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we look at the latest developments in the United States. While the country is gearing up for the presidential election, President Trump has filled the Supreme Court's vacancy created by the death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. His supporters will argue that he was just fulfilling his constitutional obligations, while Democrats claim that Trump and Senate Republicans should have waited until after the election, following the example Republicans set with Merrick Garland in 2016. However, Trump nominated Judge Amy Coney Barrett shortly after Ginsburg's passing, and after an all-night marathon debate on Sunday, the Senate voted last night 52-48 to to confirm Barrett. The vote was largely along party lines, with Maine Republican Susan Collins being the only Republican to vote against Barrett's confirmation, saying that she wanted to be fair and consistent after Republicans denied then-President Obama's nominee in 2016, after the death of Anton Scalia. Shortly after her confirmation vote, Barrett was sworn in at the White House by the senior associate justice on the court, Clarence Thomas. Proudly swear in the newest member of the United States Supreme Court. The oath that I have solemnly taken tonight means at its core that I will do my job without any fear or favor and that I will do so independently of both the political branches and of my own preferences. This morning, Barrett officially became a justice in a private investiture ceremony administered by Chief Justice Roberts. This leaves the Supreme Court leaning strongly conservative, with six out of the nine justices being Republican picks, which will only heighten demands from the Democrats to adjust how the Supreme Court is operated. We'll have to see next week whether this issue ends up shaping the election. Speaking of which, if you think you know a lot about the 2020 election, we have a competition for you. If you think that you know better than the pollsters, then enter the TLDR Route to 270 competition. Submit your predicted election map, and if yours matches the reality, then you'll be entered into a draw to win over $100 of TLDR prizes, including exclusive items. And because we're a British company, we'll also be adding in some British snacks and treats. For your chance of winning, click the link in the description and submit your guess. In UK political news today, the leader of the opposition, Keir Starmer, has been involved in a road accident involving a cyclist. It's been reported that Starmer was driving his car in Kentish Town, London, when he hit a cyclist. An ambulance was called and Starmer stayed with the cyclist until it arrived. Despite the seemingly dramatic event, the cyclist was relatively uninjured, sustaining only a minor arm injury, and therefore the trip to hospital was only taken as a precaution. The police have additionally confirmed that the driver, meaning Starmer, was not arrested nor interviewed under caution. In more news out of the UK today, it appears that COVID immunity is not something we should all be hoping for as a way out of the pandemic. Unfortunately, research from Imperial College London has shown that coronavirus immunity may only last a few months. This research, which used 365,000 participants, showed that over the last three months, coronavirus immunity has dropped by more than a quarter. Now, every day, more people become infected with the virus. So if immunity was permanent, we'd expect to see a gradual increase in those who are immune to the virus. However, the fact this hasn't happened and that instead we've seen a decrease demonstrates that immunity just doesn't last that long. 
It should be pointed out that the research was only looking at antibodies, and another form of immunity could come through T-cells. Not much is known about these cells at the moment, and whether they can provide a longer-lasting immunity. However, it does appear that the UK is, as yet, far away from the notion of herd immunity that was being touted by the government and scientists at the beginning of the pandemic. No one knows for sure how many people in the UK have had COVID, but reliable estimates currently sit at between 3 and 5 million people being infected at one point or another. Either way, this is definitely far lower than the percentage of the population needed in order to achieve herd immunity, with the Mayo Clinic claiming that we'd need to see around 94% of the population with immunity in order to interrupt the chain of transmission. Additionally, even if we were to achieve herd immunity through a vaccine, due to immunity to the virus only lasting a matter of months, we may need to administer this vaccine at least twice a year. However, despite this groundbreaking research, there's still a lot of unknowns about the virus, specifically about our path back to normality. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.